Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today I am joined with Natalie Karen and we're talking about processing and overcoming trauma. You are listening to Creating Wellness from Within, a podcast devoted to helping you live your best life through self-care and wellness. In each episode, we strive to offer you actionable advice and tools to help you on your journey towards greater personal wellness. I am your host, Amy Zellmer. I am Editor-in-Chief of Minnesota Yoga and Life Magazine and the Brain Health Magazine. Additionally, I've also published four books on the topic of brain injury and concussion. I am passionate about yoga, wellness, photography, travel, and all things glittery. You can learn more about me at creatingwellnessfromwithin.com. Today, my guest is Natalie Karen, and she is a Canadian holistic life coach and spiritual energy specialist whose mission is to help women unlock their true potential by finding their voices, facing their past and present traumas, and clearing their inner debris in order to make the world a better place. After going through a healing journey of her own as a survivor of addictions and abusive relationships, Natalie merged her her psychic abilities, experience as a certified natural health practitioner, Reiki level two, sacred women's circle creatix, and spiritual director, and passion for helping others into holistic life coaching. Her global reach has helped many women become the best versions of themselves. She created a safe and supportive space for women, featuring a library of free guided meditations, a healing shop, eight-step and 12-step one-on-one healing programs, psychic and energetic readings, and more. Welcome to the podcast, Natalie. So happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to dive into this topic today and you know in your bio you you talk about clearing your inner debris and I just I love that wording that phrasing of that. Mm-hmm. I know it, it does feel like debris because the debris when I think about it looks like tiny little particles that we sometimes most times don't see. So, um, and these little particles that we don't see, uh, often get in our way in a lot of, yeah. Yeah. And so today we're talking about processing and overcoming trauma and, you know, I just, I think whether we realize it or not, every single person has some level of trauma, right. Either from their childhood or, or, you know, um, it could be an injury, an illness. It could be, you know, something more, more devastating that happened to them. Um, but where would you like to start? Like, how would you like to dive into this conversation? Oh gosh. Um, I mean, this topic is so deep and so vast, but I can talk about trauma in the most way that aligns with how I do my work and how I focus my um, attention on when I'm working with my clients, which is the energetic components of trauma, which I feel often is the missing link. I really do feel like it's this missing link in this, in this world, in this topic. And um, that's really what I specialize in. So um, uh, everything is 
is energy. So the chair you and I are both sitting on, the computers, ourselves, um, the water we drink, the food we eat, everything around us that we consume and see is energy. It's just a matter of what frequency level it's in. So our bodies, we have a body, mind, and soul. Um, and there's an energetic body as well. And that energetic body is where those particles dance around, um, that debris. And then we start to see it manifest physically in our physical bodies, in our physical world. And the trickiest part with trauma when we've gone through such a impactful journey is the it leaves such an energetic imprintation on our on our cells and our body in our subconscious mind. And by turning to the subconscious mind and looking there, we can really dig deep and unlock that debris and help the energetic body release it. And then it stops sort of controlling our lives and controlling the way that we think. Um, examples are, of this are sometimes it's really a big one is finances. Some people struggle with, with um, wealth and abundance and manifesting finances. And sometimes it's as simple as there's a block in your energetic field that you have a subconscious belief and system and a thought process that maybe you don't necessarily are aware of that sometimes, you know, people feel like they're not worthy of money or there's guilt and shame attracted around money. Um, so it's just healing those relationships with, within our, within our mind that um, really make the biggest in, impact. So that's sort of it in a nutshell, but I mean, it, it's, it's such a vast and deep inner process. Right. And so um, someone who is dealing with any form of trauma, you know, where, where would you start with them? What, you know, what might that look like? What might that first step be? So the first step I always turn to is the one that's the strongest. Um, and I think the most profound lesson is setting intentions. And the, the reason for this is because it's such a simple, holistic way to, start the shift within yourself to start unlocking those different patterns, those thought patterns, um, the inner debris and open you, you up to what you're ready for. So setting intentions starts to move the energy in the body because energy follows intention. So you're actually way more powerful than you believe that you are, that you know that you are. And when you have clear set intentions of they can be anything, you know, I'm wanting to be, I'm, I am wanting to be guilt-free of not spending, you know, time with my family, or, um, I want to transform the way that I feel towards my body. Um, all of these different, different ways that we can set intentions, the energy starts to shift. And when we say them every day, um, the energy around us responds, which seems crazy to some people, um, but I've seen it time and time again, and it's sort of an energetic law, and it can't be broken, it can't be shifted. You set the intention and it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot of power to setting intentions and just 
you know, they, they say what you put your mind to is what you manifest. And so if you're putting your mind to negative things, you're just going to continue to attract negative things into your life. Um, and I think, you know, that's a really powerful thought, you know, that, that, and, and they also say that negativity is 10 times more contagious than positivity. And so, you know, you have to put a little more effort into, uh, being positive, but, the benefits, you know, far outweigh the effort that it can take to put into that. Oh, I totally agree, Amy. I really think that um, negativity and negative thoughts are more contagious. And a big, big reason for that is because the energetic imprinting of that pattern, that thought pattern, um, your body's so used to. So it's almost like it's its default mode. And the best way, best thing with energy is it becomes into a pattern. So although you have that maybe um, lower frequency energy pattern, once you put in the work, like you mentioned, to shift it into a more higher um, frequency or a more positive pattern, then that one becomes your default. So it's really tackling each piece of debris at a time um, or a couple at a time. I never want to overwhelm the body because then it's like an energy circuit. It's going to Electrical um, shock, and we don't want to do that. So, um, just one piece at a time, one you know pattern at a time, and you can do that in your daily life. And there's such simple, simple practices to help support that movement within you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, I know I've worked with clients who are super resistant. Mm -hmm. Right? They don't. They don't want to, they think it's a bunch of hooey. It's not going to work. Um, it's not, it's not that simple, you know, is what they'll say. Like, I, just because I say it doesn't mean that it's going to change anything. And, you know, and I get it. They're in that, like that protected they're, they're putting that turtle shell around themselves because they've been, um, hurt, right. They've been traumatized by something and whether it's emotional or physical, and they put that shell around themselves. Um, so how, how would you work with someone who's in that shell and is really resistant to trying to make intentions or mantras? I would really start at getting to the root of why that resistance is there. Mm-hmm. there um, there's always a reason. And then if I could just, maybe I would stop with, with pushing them too much on, you know, making them have a certain thought process, but I would just really get deep and open up a safe space to dig deep into why they have a lot of resistance, what's holding them back from letting that in. And and maybe we can find a way that, that makes sense and aligns with how they think about um, this woo woo stuff. There's always something that can connect them to um, themselves And it's just finding that piece and then digging deep into Mm -hmm. where the resistance is coming from so that it makes more sense to them because we are all unique Um, and we do have different thought systems and belief systems. And so it's just altering it to find that, um, that, that connection. Right. Right. And just, you know, getting through with them and um, you know, it's, it's amazing how much anger some people can carry and they're not even 
really consciously aware that they're, that they're carrying that and acting that way. Um, and you know, it just, it does, it, it just takes some patience and some, some gentle work knowing and, you know, and, and reaffirming with them that, that it is safe because, you know, it's scary to confront your fears or to confront things that have happened to you in the past. Um, it can be really scary and knowing that you're working with someone who, you know, is a safe person and they're here to help you through it. Um, you know, just makes all that difference. I think so too. And that's, that's what we need, right? We all need that guiding light when we're moving through the darkness because the darkness, when you go into those dark parts of ourselves, can really feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so sometimes you need somebody to carry that torch for you for a little bit, just till you get to a point where you feel um, safe enough, supported enough, empowered enough. That's the biggest one. Um, to carry the torch on your own and the torch eventually becomes your own inner light that um, once all the debris and all the layers start to fall away and melt away you really start to see how amazingly and effortlessly empowering you are and how powerful you are as a human being um, as an energetic being so it's just getting to that point slow and steady this is why I never, ever put a time limit on how long I work with yeah. them, it's almost impossible. Um, so everybody needs time. And I think that creates another layer of safety is that I'm not rushing you through the eight, eight or 12 steps. It's, it's literally whenever you're ready. And what I have found that that alignment and being in surrender and trust with, with their divine timing and the divine timing of the, all the energies around us um, has had some like the most miraculous situations, opportunities, shifts and breakthroughs that have occurred. It's quite a beautiful to witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen some really profound transformations in the work that you do. Yeah, I have. It's um, it's been such an amazing journey. I can't like, I, I love what I do so much and, um, human beings are amazing. They really amaze me in such a way that is so fascinating to me and energy fascinates me and, and, and working with people helps me really learn energy on a more deeper level. Um, and yeah, just the trust and surrender of, of human beings in themselves and in this universe. Mm. Yeah. Trust and surrender. And, you know, I think even trusting yourself sometimes can be scary, you know, let alone trusting somebody else and just trusting the process too. Right. Like, like you said, there's really no time limit. Like one person might be able to process in a, in a day or two, or another person could take months or even years to process through some things. Um, And so, you know, how, you know, tell us a little more on how you would work with someone who is taking a little longer and maybe has a little more skepticism to the process. Yeah. So, um, if someone who's taking their, their, their time that they need in their own timing, I really just check in with them. And if they're, 
if they say, you know, things are crazy right now, I always know that um, in the chaos is where um, the universe, energy, spirit, God, whatever word feels most comfortable there is where that source is talking to you the loudest. So I always know in those moments that giving them space, just checking in, letting them know that I'm here if you need something. Um, and then I just let them know that I'm thinking about them. Um, and then when we eventually meet, I mean, I had, for example, a client who I didn't hear from for six months. And I I thought to myself, like, okay, I know she's okay. I think it's fine. I, I sent her a few messages. Everything was okay. Um, but I always come back to this is imperfect divine timing. I just know it. It always has been. It always will be. That's mm-hmm. experience. And she came back and she was like, had done like a 360 because her life was so chaotic. But in that chaos, in that six months, she had shifted some deep energetic patterning and wounds that she had and like came out the other side with a torch that was shining so incredibly bright. So it was just, and now we're time with like the last couple steps of the program working with her and she's just, she, she did it. She put in the work and yeah, she mastered herself. And that was like, that was incredible to witness. Yeah. Yeah. Putting in the work, you know, like it's not easy and it doesn't always happen overnight. And sometimes putting in that, that self work, right? Like I think sometimes that is the hardest work. It's a lot easier to work on other things, right? Like external things. Um, But when it comes to self work, I think sometimes we really procrastinate it, right? Like we want to take care of everyone else around us first um, before we take care of ourselves. And so I think sometimes it really gets procrastinated and whether intentional or not, right? Like sometimes it's totally unconscious behavior. Um, And, you know, some, then sometimes it just clicks like that, just that light bulb goes on and, and things change really quickly. Yeah, I think that really goes back to like the surrender and trust of your timing. Just because you're taking your time or something's taking long um, to be created in your life or, or you feel like you're in a, time is just going really slow. Time Taking your time doesn't mean that you're failing, that things are falling apart. They often really mean that things are falling together. So, um, and that's sort of how we like to, that goes back to the, well, we were talking about the negative thoughts, thoughts and, and low frequency thoughts and the high frequency thoughts is in those lower points. What are you saying to yourself? Yeah. How are you speaking to yourself? What thoughts and words and actions are you doing and saying? And that's what makes the difference of the breaking points and the, and the you know, finding your own torch and holding it strong. It might be a dim little light right now, but you have to make it grow by whispering sweet nothings to it. That's sort of how it, it starts to create itself. And um, we all need empowerment and we can really only be our own best friend at the end of the day and be our biggest cheerleader. So if yeah. you can create, you know, these negative thoughts to happen uh, in your life, you can 100% create the positive ones. It's just being aware of them and awareness is key. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, sometimes too, in doing our self-work, um, we realize that things have to go 
sometimes. And that might be a relationship or a friendship, or, you know, it could be a tangible item. Um, And I think sometimes that's really scary. You know, I've heard repeatedly by different people that, you know, fear of failure is actually a fear of success, because what if I am successful? Like, what am I going to give up or, or, you know, have to choose between to be successful? Um, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. My thoughts on that are just this exact same thing. I'm in agreement, just in a different word, just, just different wording. So we're often way more scared and resistance towards uh, how powerful we are than yeah. how, how, how much we're not. So um, we'll kind of dance around our power because it, we've never been in a position where we felt that empowered and we felt like a, I am the creator of my life. I can, you know, um, create anything I want. I can have the relationships I want. I can be loved. Um, I can have an abundance of money. I can have all of these things. Um, it's just on the dream job and, and live in, in the different parts of the world or whatever your dreams and goals are. Um, it's just a matter of, witnessing that power. So yeah, I totally am 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So Natalie, anyone who is listening and would like to learn more about you and what you do, um, they can find you at your website, which is nataliekaren.com. And I do have a clickable link in the show notes. So wherever you're listening, um, you can click into the show notes for that link, but tell us a little bit about what they can find there and, um, you know, working with you. Okay. Well, on my website, you're going to find a couple of things. One recent um, part of my website that I launched as of this weekend is a healing shop, which I put and included a moon journal in there, which is just a journal to write in, but it really, it has the moon faces. So it really connects you to a different source of energy as your journaling, which deepens the journaling process. And in that healing shop, I also have a couple other items that are super um, um, supportive of anyone's healing journey and more is coming. So you can find that there. You can also find some free meditation series. I have a seven day and a nine day meditation series. These are guided meditations, visualization meditations. And I find that these work really well for anyone who's particularly new to meditation. Um, It paints a beautiful story. They've all been... um, Uh, written and curated by myself with a lot of intention to do specific things after during and after you listen to them. So um, I hope those are helpful and supportive. My Instagram page is also linked on my website. So you can find that there. Instagram is kind of where I live. If you want more information and updates um, and I have uh, a newsletter that I'm going to be scheduling bi-weekly coming out in August. So stay tuned for that. If you want to stay connected. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing with everyone. Um, This has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Amy, for having me. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please consider leaving a five-star review wherever you are listening to help others on their own wellness journey discover this podcast. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting it through a $5 membership on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Amy Zellmer.
Have a great day, everyone. And I will see you in the next episode.